Hello friends, Denny Pruto here with another lesson on my approach to sermon preparation. In this lesson I'm dealing uh, a little bit more with the idea of conclusions and I'm giving you four different types of conclusion. The summary, the exhortation, the direct application, and the appeal. The summary is very simple and it's a very common uh, type of conclusion. In fact, it's probably the most commonly used kind of conclusion. But the summary is not for every sermon, and it ought not to be overdone. The summary is very simple. Uh, perhaps you've been preaching an evangelistic sermon, and the summary might go something like this. Now let's review uh, the path that we've just taken in this morning's sermon. Now, first of all, we define sin. Sin is violation of the commandments of God. Any violation of God's Ten Commandments is a sin. And if you lie, or you cheat, or you steal, or you look at a woman uh, too uh, uh, lustfully, uh, committing adultery in your heart, all of these things are matters of sin. And when you violated the commandments of God, what happens? The Holy Spirit comes along and convicts you of that sin. And you feel guilty. It's not only that you're objectively guilty, but subjectively you feel that guilt. And in answer to that guilt is the Lord Jesus Christ. He comes along and dies on that cross, shedding his blood to pay the penalty due to you for your sins. The soul that sins should die, and you should die. But Jesus Christ dies in your place. He takes your guilt upon you. But that's not enough. You must understand that a response is in order, and you must put trust in Jesus Christ. You must believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, I give a brief summary of the main points of my sermon. And that's a very brief summary, uh, so the people can uh, understand it in a nutshell. And I might add an exhortation to that summary. And I would say to the congregation, and so friends, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall be saved. This is the command, this is the exhortation that the Bible gives you, that the apostles give you, that the Lord Jesus Christ gives you. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall be saved. It's a very simple exhortation, and I frame it in two or three different ways and attach it to uh, this summary. A third type of uh, conclusion is the direct application. Uh, suppose I've been uh, uh, speaking about the matter of forgiveness, as the Lord Jesus speaks about forgiveness in Luke chapter 17, where he talks about someone coming to you and saying that they repent and uh, that they repent and you are to forgive them. 
And so I want you to apply this principle. When someone comes to you and says to you, I'm sorry, uh, I understand my guilt, will you forgive me? You are to say, yes, of course I will forgive you. And immediately when they come to you and say they're sorry or say that they repent, you are to say uh, to them, I forgive you. Uh, You uh, fathers, when your uh, son or your daughter comes to you uh, during this coming week and says to you, Dad, I know this morning and when you wanted me to get out of bed, uh, I was in a grumpy mood and I hollered at you and I shouldn't have done that. I'm really sorry. You say, Johnny, I understand. I forgive you and I love you. Give uh, that forgiveness immediately and apply this principle. Do this in your marriages also, husbands and wives. You husbands, if you've been cranky and angry with your wife and uh, you understand because the Holy Spirit has convicted you in your heart that that anger was wrong, uh, go to your wife and say, Honey, I'm really sorry uh, that I got upset with you and I got angry with you uh, today. Please forgive me. And you wives, immediately say to your husbands, uh, I do forgive you and embrace one another in a forgiving embrace, the direct application. And the fourth uh, kind of conclusion is the appeal. This is the kind of thing that the Lord Jesus uh, does when he says uh, to those uh, who are about him, come to me, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Uh, Jesus Christ is appealing to the people in the crowd to come to him and to uh, trust him and to believe in him. And you should do the same thing uh, to the congregation. I beg you, uh, dear people in the congregation, when you sense the convicting work of the Holy Spirit, uh, get on your knees and bow before Jesus Christ and ask Him to forgive you. He loves you and He wants you to come to Him. And so be pleased, dear friends, to respond to Him. This is the kind of appeal you can make to members of the congregation. And remember, you can always attach an illustration to a summary an exhortation, or an appeal. It's very easy to do so. I remember when I was converted, I went to the office of a chaplain, and I had no idea why I was going there. And when the chaplain asked me why I came, I said, I don't have the vaguest notion. The next thing the chaplain said to me was, have you ever accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? I thought to myself, it's not a good thing to lie to the chaplain. And so I said, no, sir, I have not. And he laid out in a very simple fashion the gospel before me. And that was the first time I actually heard the word of God with regard to Jesus Christ and how faith in Jesus Christ brings about in 
your life in a subjective way forgiveness and joy and so if you want resolution in your life if you want to have a deeper sense of joy in your life if you want to have that God-filled or God-shaped vacuum in your heart filled with the love of God I appeal to you turn to Jesus Christ and understand that he loves you and desires to fill that God-shaped vacuum in your heart with a joy that is overflowing and so I attach a little illustration to the appeal and remember this when you're uh, formulating your conclusion uh, think about the type of sermon you have and uh, the type of conclusion that will fit best and when you get uh, to the end of your sermon the body of your sermon transition into your conclusion don't say something like now in conclusion friends don't go there and the reason I say don't go there is that as soon as you utter these words in conclusion you will see people in the congregation fold up their Bibles uh, reach uh, for their hat or their gloves or their coat and get ready to leave you will lose the congregation immediately move into your conclusion so that you can nail the sermon point effectively in your conclusion and nail that sermon point to the hearts of people in the congregation. Don't uh, allow them to walk out on you by uttering words like, now in conclusion I want to say, no, move into your conclusion to clinch the point of your sermon and when you are done with your conclusion by uttering your homiletical point your sermon point for the final time pause pause briefly and allow that point to sink in to the hearts of the people in the congregation and then turn to prayer Next time, friends, we're going to take a little look at introductions, which are also a very important part of our sermons. Thanks for listening.